This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I'm Nick. I love wrestling. I'm Katie. I love wrestling. I'm Steven, and I hate wrestling. You Should Love Wrestling is a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love wrestling. You should love wrestling, WWE, cause I love wrestling, a lot of loving from me. We on the podcast, Joey Cliff, Nick, and Steven, but Steven ain't wrestling, gotta make him a believer. I'm all hoping that I love Rick Flair, The Undertaker, Tombstone on the chair. So tune in every week, cause we got a new guest. You should love wrestling, cause it's the best, yes. Whenever you shop on Amazon, you could support our show by going to boardwalkaudio.com forward slash you should love wrestling. Click that support our artist button and then shop on Amazon.com like you normally would. We get a little kickback and yeah. you get some Amazon stuff. I I went on uh, boardwalkaudio.com the other day and I clicked on the support our artist button. I'm like, you know what? I want to support us. Wow. I did. I clicked on it a couple times. Nick, thank you so much. I put one cent in someone's yeah. pocket. We're one centionaires. I think it's Stevens. <laughs> it's definitely mine. It's just I keep all of it. Steve. Even just maniacally, sh- is, yeah, putting his hands together while he makes us pennies. Yeah, that's that's the big Ooh, scheme. Pennies. Yeah, that's how I do it. Our guest today is a producer, writer, and actor that stars in After Hours on Crack.com. She also recently produced for E for the Met Gala, mm. which sounds very fancy. She's a fairly new fan of wrestling. We're very excited to hear her take on the art form. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, it's Katie Willard. Hello, everybody. Hola. Hey. And how were... Uh, the New York Mets. Yeah. The New York Mets? Yeah, yeah. they're no, they suck. No, um, <laughs> wow, getting political here right away. Uh, no, Met Gala was fun. Met Gala was uh, insane and beautiful and amazing. And I love everything about Comte de Garçon, who was uh, being featured for the like the the whole exhibit. Comte de Gar what? Comte de Garçon. Comte de Garçon. It's a fashion line. Yeah, that's run by Ray Kawakubo. Uh, okay, I don't know what's happening with these. Yeah. I don't know any of these. No, people. you know what? I think you. Nick think is Ray, having a stroke. I'm wearing uh, Oscar De La Hoya. To be honest, <laughs> I feel like Ray is like a wrestling character, uh, but just not realized. Like she is incredibly reclusive and like oh. is like very when she. She wasn't even. She might not have even come. Like there was a chance that she wasn't going to come to the Met Gala. Oh wow! <laughs> Just show up to the. Own and thing. then because she's very like this, my art is pain, and like this hurts when I create, and like Jesus. she's very intense. And she, when she got there, the whole big thing about the Met Gala is like the red carpet that goes up the stairs. Right. right? And that's oh like, yeah, yeah. That's where all the fashion is showcased. And she just shows up and then just runs. Like her and her people just like run up the like did not stop for photos nothing just like ran wow. up the stairs to go inside. Uh, huh. I just love her. To she that. just didn't want to get mobbed. Well, she just didn't want to have to talk to Art. anybody. Oh, that's that's true. artist pain. Art, I get yeah. it. Yeah, Cla- is- classic Guy de Montpesson. That's the name, right? <laughs> Wait, Don uh, Perignon. How did you say it again? What what the brand? Comme de Garcon. Okay. Is, yeah. There you I go. thought I always I've been also I mean I never talk about it so it doesn't matter but I've been saying Comme de Garcon so I assume that I'm I've been doing it wrong. I think that's fun. What did I say? Com. Com. You com. say com. I was saying com. I'm doing. I don't big know o. French. I'm not a French. Speaker. I am not either. Com. Da 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 geese and then do that conga. I don't know what's happening. You know. You know what though? You did mention. I want to make sure we give a special shout out to our. The, the original originator Ooh. of the Met Gala, the star of the show, our favorite, Mr. Met. I just want to say <laughs> hi. Mr. Met. I just want to say hi to him. He's a big supporter of the show. He's uh, Yeah, and he's a big fashionista. He always listens so. through his giant headphones. headphones. <laughs> They're the so, so wide. The show sounds a lot like this. 
And is it better that way? I'd say yes. <laughs> we should just do a whole special episode inside the Mr. Matt head. <laughs> People are like, I think only the subwoofer's plugged in. <laughs> one day. One day we'll get there. Uh, so, Katie, tell us, what. Uh, how did you get started into uh, professional wrestling? Because you're new to it. Yeah. I... I'm new to it too, new but you've now. taken a different turn. <laughs> In that I enjoy it yeah. thoroughly and it, it makes me happy. Yeah. And Katie, uh, by the way, you recently joined us, Joey and I, at our apartment with some folks for it was WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. You were there for six of the 19 hours. I, I think. was. Wow. I had to go. Where did I go? I had to go do a thing and was. Likely story. Had to leave for like the last four matches, but mm-hmm. I stayed Good all call. through the pre, all the pre. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so what kind of got you into it? Yeah. Well, uh, my, ugh, I hate saying it this way because it sounds so like my boyfriend. But, <laughs> you uh, don't have to use that voice. Uh, well, you know, the, you know the voice I always use. My boyfriend. <laughs> I, that, I love, that's, that's mine. That's mine. <laughs> kind of like Miss Piggy, I guess. Yeah, it is. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> she was on Master Chef Junior. So was this what? chef this last week. Miss Piggy was on Master Chef Junior. Did she and, win? And, Did she cook pork? No, <laughs> but oh. They had uh, the Swedish chef in it. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Uh, we're jumping the shark all over the yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Was the, sh- was the shark show? No, it's not you. I'm saying TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, this show jumped the shark in 20 episodes. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. Ago. I, uh, so, friend of the show, Matt, my boyfriend, mm-hmm. he'd uh, left. <laughs> he left California to go to Stanford to Connecticut. That's right. Right for the WWE. So uh, I felt like, oh, I should, you know, mm-hmm. know what he's enjoys mm-hmm. and like what's a big part of his life. And because it's a cool it's a cool job. Yeah, it's the best job. We, we uh, based a show around, you know, the thing he's creating. So it's very cool. So what had happened was at the time, you know, I was in the office at E and at our desks, we have tiny TVs. Everybody's mm-hmm. got a TV on their desk. I don't know why. Oh. But I felt like, oh, I should probably turn it to E if I'm going to have it on. I want it to be on, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I. What's on watching. the TV is just like the live stream of the show. No, it's cable. Oh, I don't. I don't know why, but what? um, whatever. Just random TV. I mean, I'm. People need maybe. their fix of Steve Kometko. They got. They just got to have them TVs oh, well, on. Dude, nice reference. Thank you. <laughs> a lot of people have it on for like you know CNN and they have whatever, but I just turned it on to E because I'm like, okay, this is like good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started watching Total Divas. Oh, okay. And I, as much as I love Rusev admiring his own legs, <laughs> uh. Which was literally like 15 minutes of one episode. Uh, um, or Brie, uh, Bella, and uh, uh, Daniel Bryan planting things in their garden out back and talking about being vegans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I found that I was like, oh, I want to know what happens in the ring because they do what happens around it. Yep. But they don't do what actually happens inside. And so I just started watching Raw and SmackDown on Hulu. And from WWE standpoint and I had a feeling that would happen it's not a bad idea to 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 make that show I'm sure that's been a gateway for for many viewers to get mm-hmm. into wrestling honestly I think that they have really with the tide of like social media and mm-hmm. like reality television have really like utilized all the mediums well in terms of like yep. their stuff on total divas that gets brought up in like that whole thing of Natty and, and Nikki Bella where she's like John's not gonna marry you and then you're gonna be alone <laughs> yep. and then you're gonna die alone whatever like that's all pulled from shit that was going on in yep. 
uh, to Total Divas and they, they back and forth. All know? the way up to the Miz and Maurice literally making parody videos of yes. Cena and, and Nikki. Which are masterpieces. They are so fun. Which I love. <laughs> Have you Which seen I love. any of yeah, them? Yeah, yeah you saw a couple. couple. Maurice, so Maurice has beautiful, beautiful timing in a way that like... She does Nikki Bella so, yeah. so, so well. She's great. That's how Nikki Bella actually sounds. Does she actually have like a thick, uh, unidentifiable un- uh, foreign no, accent? No, that's just Maurice because she's got an accent. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Maurice is, is like French, French Canadian. Oh, okay. So she's, she's got an accent. Okay, yeah. I just I was like I just assumed that was like a comically absurd accent, but that's just her. Yeah, that's no, just Nikki. Her. Nikki and Brie are, are like from that's, Arizona. Yes, fantastic. Did a non-accent. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so you're watching Total Divas. Yeah, and I wanted to see what happened. So then I started, but then I got into the whole thing of like, oh my god, now I'm watching Raw and SmackDown every single week, and I'm like texting Matt, being like, what? I'm like, whoa, this is amazing. And then he's he's. I just remember I reached a point where I was like, I'm watching like four hours. Like uh-huh. four to six hours of wrestling a week, and I was like, I gotta cut back. So it's, it's like, like yeah. now I only watch Raw. It's like you take one day, you're taking a hit of a joint. The next day, you're waking up in a crack house. Yes, mm-hmm. that's exactly what it's wrestling exact is. same thing. What I love about wrestling though is that it didn't take that long mm-hmm. for me to get into it like wholeheartedly, and I admittedly I'm like a research like I love falling down the research rabbit hole like if I learn about one thing then I'm in the Wikipedia and then I'm doing sub Wikipedia's oh. about things and like now I suddenly have this whole you know amount of knowledge about this subject wrestling has definitely like you can start anywhere and then if you're confused about why people are freaking out about a thing you just google it oh my god yeah and then now I suddenly know so I'm not I don't know history stuff that well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like past things but I've learned yeah. enough mm-hmm. yeah. currently to you know be and, able to talk about it right right okay so and as a new fan or relatively new fan let's say does wrestling ever like bother you <laughs> because it's bad or <laughs> oh uh, my no, god no. Uh, no my my actual question is like i i think i i i've i've been getting better and better at figuring out why i hate it and i right. feel like i've got a i've almost got a unified theory that i'm ready to publish i just have to oh go oh my to, god yeah i got a I congratulations like, like a Thank dissertation you. how yeah. many pages is this? i need to, oh it's it's too many forward uh, by steve kometko <laughs> yeah of course i love it dude I'll read Sick it. reference again. Thank you. <laughs> that was a fucking callback, and Man. it wasn't too early. Good job, Thank Nick. You. It's even better the second time. Yeah, so, well-timed callback. Thank you. Well-timed. Steve Kometko, too. The Kometkening. <laughs> <laughs> but like i i feel like part of it is like i watch wrestling and it just asks me to buy into so many things like uh like just like say for like acting style or uh or just you know maybe maybe moves that seem unbelievable or whatever like it feels like it asks me to buy into a lot does that ever bother you or like jolt you a little bit i it asks for a lot and we've talked yes. about this as this is an ongoing thing yeah the beginning of the I show i know it's not I know it's not real. Right, I know right. it's not real, right? No, yeah. I'm- but my favorite thing is, so my, my friend Nina is like this beautiful goddess woman, like does crystal meditations. I She's just one of my favorite people in the whole entire world. When somebody says I, she does crystal meh. <laughs> she does crystal meditations. Oh. No, the opposite. The, opposite the beautiful crystal meth user. I was like, what an interesting person. <laughs> no, does, yeah, you know, I'm all fucked up on crystal meditation. <laughs> but she does like, you know, goddess meditations and she's, sure. but she was in her, like, she lives in an apartment building where, like, a bunch of different couples that she's friends with live. And they kind of do a friends thing where oh, they, like, go into each mm-hmm. other's, like, mm-hmm. apartments. <laughs> and she, like, walked in during WrestleMania 
and she lost her shit. Like she stayed for four hours and just was screaming at the television. And she's like, hmm. it's Greek theater. That's all it, you know, that's what it is. It is, it is this broad, um, you know, this broad archetypical theater. And mm-hmm. it also, I mean, I think maybe the disconnect is the fact that it is referred to as a sport mm-hmm. because while it is athletic, it is more theater theater than sport simply because obviously like they they have some idea of like the outcome they know right. kind of what you know it's not like two teams playing basketball and you honestly don't know who's going to win and right. they can they can kind of predict it but there's I, still I factors you know I think like it's both but it's weird I mean I know a lot of like I think like a lot of like hardcore fans will come at it and be like it is a sport but yeah of course it's theater I think it's athletic it is I don't and, think and it's, it's a sport it's because athletic. a sport implies that you don't know the outcome and that it's kind of like two teams go up and whoever wins wins. That's right. not the case in this. I don't th- I don't know how it's determined, but that's right. The case, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't call it a sport first. I think usually I would end up calling it a sport if I if I was like in an argument about the athleticism. Right. Because it does. Usually... You get fucked up. Yeah. And that's partially why I picked what I picked to watch. And Katie, you were definitely not the first person to say anything in that realm, which for some reason I think like it's just never going to click for Steven. Cause how many people have come on the show and they've said it's Greek theater. It's theater in the round. round. It's It's Shakespeare. They're the bard. There's been so many people who have, always come on the show and said the same thing that's something that you just for some reason you it's can't people are like it's the last theater. it's the last great bastion it's the worst theater in the world then yeah. right. I, I mean but I see s- you're talking to somebody who can like the, me I thoroughly enjoy like neo-futurists and all this like really abstract obscure mm-hmm. theater mm-hmm. I can get behind found theater I can get behind uh you know I've studied viewpoints in Meisner like I I can appreciate very experimental theater yeah mm-hmm. but i also like this you yeah. know what i mean like it doesn't uh, i think the taste level doesn't matter it's I, different you i know? mean right. you know like i've said this before subjective too, it, i could just be too stupid to see it but i watch it every time and i'm like this is bad like you are you are pretending to be th- we're gonna watch a thing later uh this house of horrors thing and i'm just like what is this like how how am i supposed to believe any of this is a, a version mm-hmm. of reality that even even like a heightened version of reality or whatever it's just like these are the dopiest fucking morons in the world <laughs> uh w- running through life and like trying to ch- tell me that they're tough but they're morons but they're like smart and like mm-hmm. i'm like what the fuck is this i can't i'm i can't keep track of all the la- like the things that i'm supposed to buy right to like right. make me believe leave all of it and go along with it but that's not the point of the episode what is the point of today's episode well, nick today katie wanted to bring in something she wanted to show you Stephen, the 2012 documentary glow mm. the story of the gorgeous ladies of wrestling it's all about the glow tv show that debuted in 1986 uh as the first all-female wrestling show it grew from a very small production produced in las vegas to a cultural phenomenon at the time and its popularity uh, popularity only continued until it was abruptly canceled in 1990 the legacy of the show and the work done by these women continues to resonate today and obviously maybe now more than ever especially with our women's revolution and yep. women mm-hmm. uh, setting records and and main eventing wwe tv which is crazy and right. intergender matches are now regular things which they have been for a long time but on shows like lucha underground so there's a lot of exciting fascinating fun things happening with women's wrestling but katie tell us why did you pick this documentary as i mean your, as honestly your thing? it's it's Part of it is because it is 
the struggle of women in wrestling. But the other part of it is that I think it does a really good job of explaining the what the bug getting the bug bitten by the bug of wrestling. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it also does a really good job of showing like the serious impact of wrestling, both physically and emotionally Mm -hmm. on the wrestlers. And like, I don't think a lot of, there's a lot out there that really does that. You kind of hear bits and pieces. You hear about people getting injured. You hear about that sort of thing. But this really talks about like what happens when your whole life is this. Yeah. What happens when you throw 110% of everything you are into this, into wrestling? Mm-hmm. Um, where do you end up? And sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not. You know? Right. And how do um, the treatment of these people, which it's just, it was more eye opening to me than anything yeah anything yeah that's interesting yeah i mean uh i didn't know obviously anything about glow going into it i actually knew very little i i knew that it was a i thought so like when you said oh we're gonna watch this glow thing i was like oh is this that new netflix series which is basically this should be addressed yeah right right netflix series coming out there just based on this actual wrestling which i'm looking forward to good cast jenzy cohen's behind it yeah Yeah, should be fun yeah that sounds uh that sounds like maybe something maybe uh (laughs) you you might check out the pilot i'll I'll check it out check it out i'll give it a shot i'm gonna watch it i'm original programming is usually television uh, is good yeah the movie's Meh. Yeah. Netflix original. Yeah. Sandy Wexler. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Do Adam they have Sandler. any good movie? I don't know. Yeah, I'm Sandy sure Wexler. Sandy Wexler. Adam Sandler. Come on. I'm in. I'm Sandy Wexler. I'm in the room. He's on. You a, guys should put on my movie. Yeah, okay, I gotta go. I know Thanks, you're trying to do your. Get out I'm here. leaving. He's okay, always bye. trying to do his viral marketing. That Adam oh, Sandler. Weird. It's super weird. Yeah, I, so I didn't know a lot about it, but I, I wasn't sure quite how it was re- related. And also, for some reason, too, I thought Glow, for some reason, I thought Glow was like a cartoon, sort of like Jim and the Hologram right. style. I mean, I don't know it's why. a live action cartoon. It is. It is. <laughs> really. That was just really in my head as to what we were going to be seeing. Right. Uh, That's and a, so a fair it, <laughs> confusion. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that it is fair. You guys are being far too nice. Glow, Jim, <laughs> like, Neon. Like, I mean, I, like I wouldn't think word. anything twice if I didn't know any better. Right. Like, I might as well have just said, like, Days of Our Lives is a, a, uh, is a cartoon <laughs> show. Like, that's insane. But whatever. Um, so, yeah. So, this was interesting kind of going in uh, and then hearing about it. And, like, uh, so, yeah, it's an all-women's wrestling league. And what what really kind of stands out, too, is it feels it feels very feminine uh, from the top. Like, they, they even stated early on. I forgot, I forgot the actual character that said it. But it was, like, you know, we didn't have men escorting us to the rings. We didn't have, yeah. like, men as parts of the storyline. It was just women uh, wrestling. Yeah. And then, I guess, sketches. Yes. There was a lot of sketch yeah. comedy and rapping. And yeah. uh, that what I love is that there's like the one... You can tell he was like probably the only writer, Stephen Blant. Steve Blant, yep. yeah, who became a referee and, yes. and a rapper. And yes. well, they're all rappers. Uh, you're in Glow, you're a rapper. Hey, yeah. I'm the ref. Obey the rules. Don't try to make us look like fools because I'm the law. And there's no doubt when you do wrong, I'll count you, you out. out. Oh. Yeah, go to hell. You know what I love? <laughs> I can't. I can't list because I know it's obviously Super Bowl Shuffle. Like that's kind of what they were. They yeah. were. They were like they did that. We're gonna do that. But I can't hear the Super Bowl Shuffle without thinking of scott gardner's sex offender shuffle oh i don't oh. know that one at have all. you never seen that sketch? i don't think i know that that's the first sketch i, I ever <laughs> saw of scott gardner's before i met him and i was like this is amazing and then also as years have gone on i've recognized 
people I know in the sketch. Oh. It was done like years ago, huh. but like I'm like, oh, Amazing. there's it like Mao. Yeah, it could That's be funny. something I've seen and I just don't remember or know. That's funny. Maybe, yeah, yeah. They they base they very much do like uh, a, a very Super Bowl shuffle for the the glorious later ladies of wrestling. I also keep on saying glamorous ladies of wrestling. That's not correct. They're glamorous. It's, uh, they're glorious. They're both. It's gorgeous. Uh, gorgeous. Oh wait, it's actually gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. Fuck, I, I I got it all wrong. What I did literally, you think it was? I thought it was glamorous. glamorous, and then I just said glorious. So I literally oh. have no, <laughs> no idea ideas. what we watched. Uh, <laughs> all right, but yeah, they they do that like Super Bowl shuffle rap, and that's also how this thing starts out. And I just want to say, like, a group of white people rapping is the quickest way to like turn me off of your. Yeah, movie. understandable. <laughs> it's understandable, but it's also that was 1986. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I can't undo that. Yeah. that they thought that was a good idea. Oh, Katie, time. no, go undo that. <laughs> undo, please. Undo, undo. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, so it was, but it is interesting because it does stand out as like particularly yep. uh, female focused. Uh, Steven, in a we're going to get you didn't... to rap later, by the way. So oh, start yeah. thinking about it now. I can't, I, I can't wait to do my announcer rap. <laughs> like, it's, it's, they're, they're, they're brilliant. Um, but, but yeah, it feels very female focused in a way that, uh, uh, okay, at the start didn't feel like exploitative or weird or whatever. No, no, it just no. felt like a cool thing. Uh, yeah, was it like, does just, just kind of feel thing. like a thing. It's, yeah, yeah. Well, it's empowering. That's the thing is like David McLean, who was kind of the, he loved wrestling and he loved women's wrestling and yeah. so he created this idea mm-hmm. right? declined and to be interviewed for this yes documentary. he did which i love because mm-hmm. they like the way they do it in the doc is like it's his rap verse and then it's just underneath <laughs> and says he was he declined yeah. to be interviewed for this yep um but he thoroughly like, loved wrestling and women's and he wanted women to have an, an outlet you know mm-hmm. and then it was kind of when they got paired up with uh matt simber who was the director yeah, yeah. and then the money which was the guy who won the riviera and i can't remember what his name is hmm. um that that it kind the of the director guy it all comes together that, oh the well, money guy that's when it kind of got a little shitty in terms of like treatment of the women oh right. interesting it wasn't david that did it it was matt simber who was like what one of the women was like he said i couldn't eat olives because i would get fat or that my yeah. ass my ass, ass was like, like a lump <laughs> of mashed potatoes. <laughs> potatoes yeah and it's interesting because yeah. they're all kind of chuckly about it in a way it's like it was just sort of like yeah, well, you know that. What was it? It was Amer- Was it Americana? One of them was like, mm-hmm. uh, "I loved all the girls, and that was why I was there." And I loved yeah. like two people in the production. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everybody else in the production, I had problems with. Yeah, and it's like that's just a thing of, I think being a woman mm-hmm. is compartmentalizing. Like, uh, yeah, no, this yep. experience on the whole was positive for me, but they still had to deal with the fact that they were like in this, uh, this like work area of work yeah. in the 80s and for the with time, a bunch of asshole right. dudes and they probably got you know they was everybody was probably called fat all the time mm-hmm. and like hey dudes you're put fat down. Yeah. yeah you know like i'm not time. i'm not going to deny that that happened <laughs> sure, of course. but yeah. the, this was an incredibly empowering thing for many women and like i love that like nanachka talks about how she's like when we got through training, mm-hmm. it was amazing the women who were left. It wouldn't necessarily be the ones you thought, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right. not necessarily the most athletic, not necessarily the most charismatic, but, like, the scrappiest. Yeah. And, like, people who 
were like, what? Wrestling? And then got bit by the bug. And yeah. then now we're like really into it. Because it sounds like, yeah, they just asked a lot of actresses and models to show up. Yeah, they up. literally I mean, had them... an open casting and brought people in and then said, this is for wrestling. And like a third of the women just got up and left. In fact, and I respect one... those women the most. <laughs> well, 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 one, one person who mentioned that it, 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 the closest even was Tina Ferrari, a.k.a. WWE Ivory. Ivory, who is like a three-time women's champion. And I knew that she had a background in GLOW, but I mean, I know her from her work with WWF, right. WWE. I don't really know her that much from GLOW. So it was cool to see her in these like interviews and hear her talking about... You know, like, oh, we just we didn't know what we were doing. We just showed up. And she was like a, she was like a good, good women's wrestler, especially at the time when she was in the company in WWE, because it was the bra and panties era. And right. she took her part in those types of matches, too. But Ivory was really right. good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it, it just is very interesting how I, and I love when Matilda the Hun was like, I wanted to wrestle dudes. They wouldn't let me. So instead, I wrestled a bear. a bear. She wrestled a bear in the ring and mm-hmm. lasted longer than any of the dudes. And I wouldn't like, get in the ring with a bear. Are you fucking kidding me? And mm-hmm. that's the thing that I liked is it was like not only actress, like actresses in the open call or whatever, who then, you know, became wrestlers, mm-hmm. but then something like Mount uh, Mountain Fiji yep. and Matilda the Hun, who had like at- were athletes and had that background and like yeah. then were able to come and be athletic. Yeah. I love that she was wrestling before this and then for 20 years continued after. to wrestle after this. Yeah. And yeah. she shows up to the interview in her gear. Yep. How awesome is that? <laughs> she's a yeah. She's, she's a committed. Type she of, used uh, to eat, eat raw steak on camera. Yeah. She's awesome. the best. Good and I've, I know I've seen her in things throughout the years because she's been around like for a long long we time we saw her in like a video clip in a movie wasn't she in that yes. movie yeah i don't remember what the movie was called and i the sequel. i can't Somebody remember what a sequel movie of something right? was but yeah it was we we did see uh matilda the hun uh in in a in a video clip before uh we'll figure out what that oh, is death stalker 2 death stalker 2 i, I knew what she guest was, in- was that i don't remember okay that's i gotta fine. look it up um but it's um but it's interesting it was interesting uh there's there's like a yeah, it, it it is cool that you're saying like these athletic women also got space to like right. to do it uh, like Mount. Uh, I keep on wanting to call her Fiji, Fu- but that's not Fiji. right because there Fiji. is it is Fiji. I said Fuji because there's Fiji. isn't there a Mister Fuji? Is that where I'm getting there's a Mister Fuji? That's where I'm getting it from. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Mount Fiji was uh, an Olympic like shot put uh uh thrower uh but she, the olympics that they did were the one that she was like gonna go to was the one that they yeah 1980 sat out of. because yeah. of afghanistan we yeah. had boycott great yeah she uh, she in high school threw the shot put 50 what was it it was 50 uh, over 50 feet which uh, was mm-hmm. like no other female high schooler yeah up until 2000 had beat that that's crazy that, right that distance so yeah and so then she so so it's like it's cool because there is a real athleticism to it along with this other thing too but so here this is a thing and this is like oh, we'll get there i'm sure but it, like a lot of this just confuses me on <laughs> a the, lot of different levels honestly a lot of it is just around like gender politics in it because it is weird we said this like uh, some of the things that go on like calling the women fat and stuff right like that's weird but it's also some of these things are like exactly done by wwe or have been done and in some contexts it feels celebrated and some it doesn't like they okay wwe for for example or wwf at one point mm-hmm. like did straight up just cast like pretty women and then teach them how to wrestle and there is yeah, an, I mean, an for, element for of years, that yeah. for this too but it's like, oh, it's heroic here. But like if WWE does it, it's bad. And I, there's like I, so there is a genuine confusion around it. I wonder if it just comes down to or like I'm trying to pull apart the, the positive message on it. 
It's like, I wonder if it just comes down to it's more about opportunities versus exploitation. Yeah. And does this and does this like count as that? I oh, that's an interesting and that is the thing that I have to kind of it's hard navigating. As Do you like think a, this feels too exploitative as a feminist? <sighs> It, you know, when 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 you start hearing like, oh, they're calling the women fat and like somebody goes like, he's a sicko, like an abusive husband, but maybe he's a genius. I'm like, oh, oh that doesn't well, sound yeah, good. But I mean, like that's that's the other thing, too, that like I have to remember is women who are older than I am grew up in a time where they're, they're just a, yeah. even if they are um, uh, all for women's rights or even if they, they believe that they, they're still conditioning yeah. there, right? And yeah, the things that true. they find okay yeah. or I think are fucking awful. Yeah. Um, and, and <laughs> They'll be super empowered and they'll go, but I still can't vote for Hillary. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> I think I know what you mean. <laughs> but it is, yeah. it is this this thing that just happens as the years go on and like... It, yeah. If they were to be like... I was exploited throughout the... Well, first of all, they probably weren't going to want to be interviewed, right? Right. Sure. Um, they, I'm sure they interviewed the people who had the more positive experiences. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I. It's hard it's to explain. It's just I, interesting. I have to navigate. I have to compartmentalize, and I think I've talked... You know, I said it before, but, like, obviously, there's some... They're all wearing... You know, most of them are wearing skimpy stuff. And right. Whatever. Yes. But, like, also, if they were cool with it, yeah, and they didn't feel shitty about it. They were like, "Yeah, I'm fucking hot," and I'm like, "Whatever, I look great," and I'm right. strong. Yeah, then I don't give a fuck what they wear, you know. Like, yeah. and I think that's a lot of it. Is like this. There's a part where Hollywood was like, they gave me this sh- these shitty costumes when I first showed up, and I was yeah. like. <laughs> This doesn't feel right. I don't want to do. That's not my character. And so she like went and got like a bunch of like bustiers and yeah. corsets, yeah, and did her like, thing, thigh eyes, and like made her own costume. Yeah, like, into and it. And that was her choice, right? And that's the thing. It's like if you're into it, yeah, then that's great. Then you're, you know, well, now there's that thing of like, well, you have you been conditioned right. to feel like this is the only thing you do or whatever. Well, but then you have people like the housewives who they were like, we want you to be housewives. <laughs> and they were like, we're not going to be sexy housewives. We're going to be like sixty year old, like <laughs> mask on the like we're going to be in <laughs> yeah, robes, like silent like, movies. You weren't feeling that scene? They were like, fuck you. We're not going to. We don't want to be a sexy housewife. Right. If you want to be a sexy housewife, you can be a sexy housewife. Yeah, exactly. There's there's room for the gamut of characters, just like there's room for fat guys, out of shape schlubs. Right. Mm -hmm. There's the super ripped Adonis guys. Guys, Kevin Owens. Stupid guys. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Owens. Just asshole loser guys. Beautiful guys. Kevin Owens. Not so much. Uh, I do just want to point out before we move on, episode. So 28, uh, Paul London. That's right. Paul London brought in death. That clip from Deathstalker 2 was uh, Queen Kong versus Deathstalker. Yeah, so that's that had, right. Yeah, Queen Kong, because in her interview, she has that, that belt say, that Kong? says Queen, Queen Kong. Queen Kong on yeah. It. Yeah. It is, it is interesting, and I think you brought up a, a good point, and it's just something I, I've been thinking about these types of things a lot lately, as we all have, especially in the latest uh, political climate. But it was like, mm-hmm. it is like, oh, where are the wins? And, as opposed to, like, there are there are some negatives to it, but it's like, maybe try to find some wins, too. Like, right. we, we on the show not too long ago, like, condemned a thing that was like a women's wrestling thing because it felt exploitative or whatever. What was and it? I remember it was the Jello wrestler, the, the gravy, gravy, the gravy, the ball, gravy thing. ball match. And there is a part of it where it's like, yeah, that's you can condemn it and shit on it. But it's also like, well, hold on. Like, are we entirely <laughs> right to do that? Like, I feel like there's a part of it. It's like you have to you have to kind of look at it like 
There is, there is, there's, I'm sure there's a partial right. win in there, whether we, and it's like, what do we choose to focus on? I sure. Yeah. The other, the other thing too, though, is that when we condemn something like that, what we're essentially doing is shaming the women who have been a part, who have taken part in it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, not implicitly by saying like, well, anybody, this, these jello wrestling things are like whatever. And it's like, yeah, they're shitty and they're not probably the best and they're not a great show of athleticism. But right. when we say that, that makes the women who participated in it. Like we we give yeah, them we the put shame our, yeah. towards them and and yeah, exactly. and that they're exploited and that they have absolutely no power yeah. in their situation because like I I don't know some friend I went to high school with like for she worked for a radio station and she did a mud wrestling thing and she had a great time yeah and I right was like yeah like awesome maybe it's maybe it's not great and maybe you were exploited maybe you felt like you had no way out and that's really shitty and I and right. I don't condone that sort of thing and I hope mm-hmm. that that person um, is able to like find help and remove them, you know, like be able to like be find happiness and whatever. Right. Also like there's other people who fully are like, yeah, Got it. But like, kind of like by condemning and diminishing the work that they did is kind of just as bad as what yeah. you're saying. It's I like, like it's we can't great, also yeah. we can't also just completely go that way because if we shit on the work that they did and the effort that they put in to make right. a thing entertaining, then that's also right. kind of just as bad. So I get yeah. what you're saying. I, I in, in, there's room for all of this stuff. But, is what kind of what we're saying. And everything's going to be problematic. Especially but don't be in shitty. Right. It's going to be problematic. Yep. There, yeah. You know. And we have big, big bad mama. Uh, big bad mama. The voodoo. You know, the voodoo. <laughs> the voodoo queen. Yeah, Which like, on one like hand is ridiculous, but also she, she looks very proud of the work that she, she did, and she's that's happy. awesome. She's a happy oh, camper. I don't know. Yeah. She, she, it looks like she put a lot of her own personality into the character and that she portrayed. Whatever. I like being this person. Yeah. Which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. And she uh, got to kick the shit out of Phil Donahue. Yeah. Somebody's got it. We all want to kick the shit. I, when I was like six, I was like, I want to kick the shit out of Phil Donahue. Well, I just love that like in his, he was obviously trying to bait them when they came on his talk show. Oh, like, yeah. To beat the shit out of him. And so yeah. he was like, well, what's the difference between you doing this wrestling and you Donahue being in Vegas trash. and coming out with your shirt, your top off? Uh, and it was like, who gives a fuck if somebody decided to, to like be a showgirl and have their top off? Like, fuck what, you. Uh, what fucking difference does That's it make? That's so funny. And I love because Babe, the farmer's daughter, was like, oh, I, I would never do that. And it's funny because it's like, yeah, someone might and someone also might not. Yeah, they, they are like, uh, you know, the other the thing that we're kind of touching on, too, is like they do. It seems like a lot of them. For the, or at least in this documentary, uh, these women particularly like enjoy their characters or embrace them or try to have fun with it in a way mm-hmm. that is very entertaining. Like they, none of a, no, like you know, we said like Big Bad Mama, which is like this weird. Uh, this is a, this African American woman who plays like a voodoo uh, queen or something. Yeah, like there is there is a part of where you could go like, oh no, that's awful, but she's like, man, eh, she seems to have fun with it. And, like she's proud. Of yeah, it. she's really going for it. And she and had I a great time, that, Nanachka. Nanachka. Yeah, is she actually Russian? No. Okay, no, yeah, I didn't no. think so. I, mean, I was like, wait, I might have missed yeah. it. But she, it's, I think it's like a it's like a Lana. Oh, definitely. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, is is Russian her heritage? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But she's definitely not like Russian, Russian, Russian. Russian. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like she has a lot of fun with it to the point where she's talking about it. She's like, I didn't like I was like stomping American flags and going so far with it that I didn't realize that uh, I was getting people mad at me. Like apparently people in Alabama wanted to like attack her. And I was like, she had to walk with an escort. I was like, oh, that's scary and terrifying. Uh, uh, Also, good job wrestling always being xenophobic. Mm -hmm. Well, (laughs) kayfabe. Like that's the this they were insane on kayfabe to the point of like they couldn't walk together through the Riviera like the bad girls and the good girls had to like be in different air you know areas and Ninochka talked about how she was engaged during Glow and the dude that had 
that was her fiance thought yeah. that she was Nanachka. Like, exactly, that right. That confident, like, <laughs> yeah. not obviously that she wasn't Russian or whatever, but yeah. thought that that persona was yeah. her. And then she was like, and then he found out that I'm actually quite self spoken. But, that's, like but that. that happens to all of us. And, and that is really, like, they, they didn't drop kayfabe. They kept the character. They lived the characters. And that's mm-hmm. classic heel work. That That is mm-hmm. a product of the time. That is the 80s. So that's the right. 70s. That's the 80s. That's all the way even really into the early 90s. When, yeah. I mean, guys like Volkov and, and the Iron Sheik were like out there, like, shitting on you, stupid Americans. You <laughs> yeah. know, Rusev still like, I mean, I know he's on Total Divas and this is a different era, but the the, the heel work that he right. does is still anti-American. I mean, that's always, no matter what, that's always going to be an evergreen thing somewhat right. is the anti-American yeah. work. And she did a great job of doing that, like shitting on you stupid Americans and doing You're that lazy stuff. lazy and dumb. And, and they're doing it now. Like Jinder Mahal's out there last week on SmackDown cutting promos on stupid Americans. Kevin Owens is de- declaring himself the new face of yep. America. Like they're yeah. still even doing that kind of stuff. Ke- even though he's Quebecois. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's never going to go away. That I'm kind the of, face yeah. of America, but also I'm French-Canadian. Yeah, he's French-Canadian. Well, and, that, and that's like the fun part of it and I, I will say like um, a thing that does bum me out about wrestling that I've seen before is the steak is <laughs> going for that steak over her is like I don't know if lack of commitment is a right, the right type of word but like we, we talked about it with Roman Reigns is like it just doesn't seem like he's having fun or like really throwing himself into it so fuck him I don't like this yeah sure uh, and there is a part of it like that I do like where there's a lot of pride or effort that goes into it that I enjoy more um, right. like particularly uh, big guy did the moonsault Vader 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 super proud of his work uh, and mm-hmm. he like really throws himself into it so you're like yeah that's cool good for him right. and I think a lot of these women have that and that's super fun like that, that's infectious and worth watching I just mm-hmm. loved Spike and Chainsaw that was my favorite because they were like Chainsaw they were fun. like what are your it's the same women, two women who did the housewives, the housewives. and yeah. they're still like best friends today which I think is great yeah. mm-hmm. but my favorite thing is they were like uh, they had I guess in over seasons they changed characters and they were like we okay what if one of us has a chainsaw and we just cut things up and then the other one's like what if we had a blowtorch and so it was just their bit was that they had a blowtorch and a yeah. chainsaw an actual yeah. chainsaw out there with the chain not taken like, off no, cutting, like shit. cutting shit I'm like that's fucking dangerous honestly and insane I was so terrified good. when I saw that me like, too I, I was I was genuinely terrified uh, and I think this is where Stephen I you went into UCB it. with a chainsaw yeah I killed three people he killed four people <laughs> oh who is the fourth you tell me <laughs> Uh, Amy Poehler. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> That's why we haven't seen her in right. a lot of stuff lately. Sorry, guys. Uh, that would be like the saddest thing in the world to oh, me. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's that's the thing, too, is like they're throwing themselves into this. And this is where I got lost is and it's right around this part in the documentary. Uh, I was like, these girls are doing it. They're excited about it. They're throwing themselves into it. They're, they're talking friends with about Jackie Stallone. They're friends with yes. Jackie Stallone. Hey, my mother. Sylvester Stallone. Uh, yeah, that's her voice, too. Uh, she talks exactly. Yeah, hey, Jackie Stallone. Hey. Yeah. Hey, 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 but hey. this beautiful son hey. of a bitch. Hey, mom, good my to son, see you. My son, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, wasn't that a sketch we did? Like, too many Sylvester Stallone? Too many Rambos. Too many Rambos. Too many Rambos. Was the, the no. sketch is called Too Many Ram- too many Rambos. Yeah, Rambos. But the line in the sketch was, hey, you know, this, uh, this movie, it, uh, it don't got enough Rambos. <laughs> and so the entire sketch, I wrote it. It's real dumb. It was it. really good. It is, like it's still one of my favorite sketches. It, was, uh, it closed our very first sketch yeah. that we had together in yeah. Dash at Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. And they made a movie and Rambos Sylvester Stallone had rewrites or he, need, he needed more the movie to have more Ramboses. Amazing. <laughs> it That's was still great. a favorite of mine. I love it. Uh, anyway, I'm great. No, Go it's ahead, okay. It was great. I love that I'm one. Wonderful. Um, but they throw themselves into it and that I think that's awesome. Uh, and you got 
But like, oh man, when this girl uh, broke her arm, yeah, I can't Ooh. live. Yep, yep. That's I like- can't. I I freaked out when I saw it, and I was like, I can't wear. And I kept oh, like, so, God. like so looking it back. It looks like a movie effect. It's like when w- the refrigerator, or whatever, like br- broke that guy's leg in half. Like it's it's that level. Uh, so this is what happened. Susie Spirit got flipped over another wrestler's head, and something happened where like her whole tendon just got like snapped and removed her from her arm, arm and her arm was wrong. just like at the elbow was there was space in between the two. Oh, like it yeah. was completely out, and she's holding her wrist like she found a piece of the tendon. Yeah, she says she like, like picked it up. She was like. I'm having a minor stroke right now. What I love about this is that (laughs) while she's talking about it, because they're interviewing her, she's like in her kitchen with her two sons, like next to her, like fucking making dinner. And And her arm still works. Yeah, my arm was like, I I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And I told them, hey, can you put my elbow back in for me? And they were like, Like, no, 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 you're (laughs) out. Like, we got to fix this. Uh, You have to like set your arm and pin, you know, to go in for surgery. Sorry, no. A piece of your arm is detached from your being. Yeah. We can't do it's that. Not, you're, you're not going back to wrestling tomorrow. <laughs> I don't and know if I mean, you know that. That's Here's the your thing arm. is like Lil Egypt tore both of her rotator cuffs. Like yep. the, it, that's the thing that I think is important about this documentary is that I think we sometimes don't realize like we understand that there's there's injury in wrestling. But oh, like no. what it, the because what's what's Susie Spirit said was she was like, I was so upset that I couldn't go back to work right Right. Mm -hmm. and and that is the thing that I think we don't like think about is that it's so important for them to be able to go back and wrestle because this is what they do right and this is all they do and when you get injured how much pressure there is that these that wrestlers put on themselves to get back out there yeah and and also that the um environment if they're out for too long they're out right they're they're gonna that people aren't they're not particularly um into like oh well let's let's keep them around or let's bring them back or let's whatever it's kind of like if you lose your momentum and you're out and you're injured Mm -hmm. and you're a liability for the well not a liability for the company because they don't they're independent contractors right um that it it just it i think it shows this more than any well (laughs) i don't know if this is the part (laughs) but like honestly i can't i can't watch it he's looking away i can't watch that well and i know that what happened is like mondo guerrero is talking about the fact that a lot of the women would not roll into the move right they resist the move and that's wrestling with the move that's Mm -hmm. when you get injured is when you don't go with it yeah Yeah. like one of the girls just fucked her acl yeah like here it comes don't do this to me the The elbow is is here can i tell you something why i think also why this is particularly traumatic for me is one time in like the second grade i saw a a kid at my school he fell off a skateboard uh, and he ripped uh, he ripped so much uh, skin uh, off of his arm that we could see bones and uh, stuff like he came into school and like oh, I, he pulled no. back, he pulled it back, and I just remember going like, like just in that moment, I'm like, we'll, we'll all die. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we're all so fragile. Knowing your mortality, like it just it was like that, and I can't. That's I mean, uh, here's the other thing that's interesting. It. Oh, it's coming, so don't look, Stephen. Oh, oh, okay, oh, it's, oh, it's done. It's oh, over, oh, Stephen. You can look now. It, it happens don't, like don't, nine look, don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look. This is the angle where you see. Oh God, elbow. See here she is. She's just chilling and making dinner with her sons. Yeah, her arm. Her elbow's fine. She's fine. Ever do this again? God. Well, this is the other Damn. thing too. Oh, look uh, at that! 
the other I'm thing looking at it. I think is interesting is the fact that they were like, this is not a regulation ring. They were like, this was, yeah, that ring was fucked up on carpet foam yeah. and it was stapled on the side, like around the sides. And so people would like tear open their skin on like the thing. Like, and uh, that's, that's where I get mad. Yes. Cause I'm like, like, you had women who were wrestling just as hard as, you know, like WWE wrestlers yeah. and you couldn't fucking get them a ring that didn't tear open their body. And you've got Mondo Guerrero and real trainers and, and, and like guys who like you, you've got real wrestlers training these wrestlers. wrestlers yeah. right. You've got guys with experience. You've got people who know how to make a show. You've got the money. Buy a real fucking regulation well, the, ring. The thing that I love is that like, oh, they when they first trained, they were at like this like shitty, uh, smelly, old like boxing Cave. gym yeah. and there yeah. was like blood on the mats and the fact that like a lot of the women who first showed up like there were a few who were like laughing because they were talking about selling pain yeah, and yeah. Uh, Mono Guerrero just takes one of the women and puts them in a headlock yeah. and, and chokes them out until they Could black out lady. and then nobody ever said shit again and I was like yeah, that's uh, under threat of violence yeah. no, but it's like is it the, it's that questioning or whether or not it's real, right? Yeah. I don't think it was because she was a woman. I think it's because they didn't believe. Like, I don't sure. think it's... I but think I that's think just my opinion. That's I could be still t- insane. Like, what if, like, <laughs> what if on our podcast well, and the guest, like, somebody like argued with me, and then I choked them out, and I was like, just so you know, I might do that. It's like things were you're different. Same person. Things Here's were different thing. in like 1985. Here's Steven. the thing. I don't. <laughs> it's I, 1985. I could put ladies in a headlock if I want. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I just to me, I was like. The, who was it? It was I think it was Susie Spirit or, or uh, Americana who after the like after that happened she was like I'm ready to do this she yeah. was like fired up because she was like oh uh-huh. this is fuck this is real like this is gonna be a challenge yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. For me, it didn't seem like he was threatening violence. No. Among, but he was just that's, proving a point. But like, that's just the way that, that wrestling... He would have done it if it was a group of he, dude wrestlers, that, That's too. just the way it out. was. And we've had discussions about that, about like the heart dungeon, Thank about train. Yeah, yes. I know you were thinking about the heart dungeon, <laughs> oh. about trainers, about that <laughs> old school mentality of like, yeah. we're going to whip <laughs> you into shape. We're going to kick the shit out of you. We're going to beat you up. We're going to prove to you that it's real. We're going to give you a hard time. We're going to call you fat. We're gonna, and this guy's in one. We're going to call yeah. you right. fat. We're going to call you stoop we're gonna tell you out of shape we're gonna tell you you can't make it yeah we're, we're going to hammer you and then maybe by like you know uh uh six months from now then we'll then then you can work on tie-ups I, that's, I totally that's just the get, way they did it i totally it was get a different that. mentality now there's that that safe wwe way of working and i know it's it may seem a little pc and it may seem this and it may seem that but we're doing it now because, you know, human respect is good, yeah. but also because we do this because they do it that way because they they do want these guys to work for a long time. They don't right. Want and them if to... you don't know how to fall well and if you don't know yeah. how to do, you're going right. to get injured and then you're going to be out. And yeah, they, they don't want guys on roids. They don't want their hearts exploding at 49 years old. Right. They want them to live lives and be safe and not get hurt, not yeah. work through injuries and, 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 and grow old problem. and have a family. Yeah. Right. Uh, Too I many also, stories have, have been tragic in this business. Well, I also think that like that's why I like The Miz and Maurice so much is that if you watch Total Divas, mm-hmm. they like they both have real estate licenses and they flip houses <laughs> and they yeah. like have taken they know that this isn't going to last forever and they know that um, while they're enjoying their right now, especially you know especially as a duo and like being the major heel or whatever, mm-hmm. like they know that some one injury could be done and it's like what right. do you have after that yep. and so they've been working really hard to like build yes they have a life outside of of wwe so that they'll land on their feet when they're done and like that i that happened in glow too i think it's maybe Susie spirit or a little egypt one of them is like has been a 
uh, real estate agent. What is about real estate? Real a estate little Egypt. It was little Egypt for the last like twenty two years and just retired and and she said she had a very blessed life, life after, after and it. she was bummed to see you know some people didn't, right. didn't make it so easy yeah. and that's and it's interesting about the Miz who by the way has been cutting the best promos of a life, his life doing his best work especially this past year um, but he's the same way he's he's not out there saying anything that's that's not factual he he does work a very safe style right yeah. but he's out there getting his character over by doing good character work by working safe by not getting injured right. by being smart and by planning for the future and that's that's right. what they want a lot of these men and women to be doing now is to to work safe be smart and have hopefully longevity. have a life yeah. yeah well i mean that's the thing like mountain fiji <laughs> is 59 years old yeah. And she's in this documentary is, yeah, is in a nursing home bedridden because she, her knees are fucked and I think she has diabetes. Again, with very right. little, little background information, they were talking about her like she was dead, dead. too. I was very well, happy to see really revealed that she was alive. Yeah, the cut to her. Keep, you keep seeing her mentioned, but you don't, yeah. they don't cut to her interviews and you're like, oh my God. She's dead. What yeah. the fuck happened? And then they cut to her and she's like, not, not good. And it's sad, but yeah. at least she wasn't dead. But you think about like what happens in terms of these the bigger wrestlers yep. particularly and I mean you know and, and Andre the Giant but then in this case like Matilda the Hun and, and Mountain Fiji who had kind of a different experience than uh, the other women yep. like what that means these gen- like gentle giants like what happens to them when they're not after the fact right what yep. else can they do yeah and like matilda the hun was vaguely talking about producing some wrestling which i don't know what that is and she that sounds porny well uh, one of them, one it, of them it was looked like, very porny it looks porny no not matilda i know who you're talking about hollywood. talking about the other one yeah oh, like, hollywood. Sorry, now, yeah, hollywood hollywood she's hollywood, like she's right. producing wrestling films Pro- for fans and i was like private oh. for private videos for fans and then like i saw it and it was like a robber uh like choking <laughs> out a wrestler i'm like that's a porn fantasy I, yeah i know it looks porny as hell it, what is it called? Now was talking to me about this customs. Customs, like it's when like they a bring, res, it's uh. like a wrestling thing that's like not it's not porn, but it's like incredibly erotic, and wrestlers will do this because hmm. it gets paid. Seth Rollins did it. Oh, we, I gotta find. We gotta, we gotta, gotta do. Gotta I'm gonna do it on customs. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna look about whatever that. But that is. sort of thing of like, oh, it's not like there's no penetration or whatever, yeah. but it's like the idea of it is. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, there. And you know, you guys. Are, you guys <laughs> well, I just I looked it up and I just got por- first Google hit is female wrestling submission hold porn videos on Pornhub. See, here's the go. thing. Yeah. Don't Let's look up. This. I'm just trying to look up like the like the terminology. Um, the men's one ones are amazing from what I have seen. It's like a lot of like no no pads, no nothing. <laughs> well, I've got huge cocks and slippery holds oil wrestling. Hell yeah. I'm going to uh, try and figure this. Honestly, out. if we don't do an episode on this, I'm going to be bummed if we don't do customs because <laughs> this is the weirdest thing. <laughs> you know, it, it's I think interesting. that's what it's called. Customs. I'll have to text Matt. Now. It's interesting because like this oh, is the God, thing that we're, we've been talking okay. about is like it, it is about what what upsets me about it. Uh, wrestling and why I kind of don't like football in the same way as like you're not taking care of your people so like fuck it you guys are you guys shouldn't exist Uh, football I think football should die out and I hope it does within our lifetime I think it's done I think it should be done why it's too violent it's too people get injured too much it's not worth it Um, I agree with you in terms of of wrestling 
I think it's the same uh, thing with wrestling. Like, you know what? Like, if you're going to put these people in, you have to, I think you almost, you have to like treat them like firefighters in a way. It's like, cool. You're going to have, you're going to employ them. You, and, uh, I mean, they have firefighters have insane benefits and it's crazy, but like, you're going to employ them. You have to pay them well. They get to retire early and then you just pay for them for the rest of their lives. Like right. it, you, you don't get to let people go and let people go bankrupt like they do in football. And I think the statistic is something mm-hmm. like almost 80% of football players two years after retiring from the NFL go broke, bankrupt, out of money. Have you seen? That's insane. Have you seen the 30 for 30 broke? Yes. I have not. Oh, it's watch good. it. It's really, really interesting because it's, it's a little about... repetitive after a while, well, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's the same thing of like, my uncle said he could take care of my yep. money and now all my money's gone. Like, had, that's essentially I, it. I bought my mom a big old house and I then mean, I didn't realize taxes <laughs> and then I'm out of money. Like, it's, I can't it's say I haven't seen that story before, but yeah, I, sh- I should watch that but episode. It's really I've heard of that one. interesting because it is like that sort of exploitative yes. nature of things. And, and that is like one of the issues that I have <laughs> with wrestling and i think it's not as much now right right and we were talking you know we talked about that as like they've, uh, been, they've been trying to get better the, the safe style the roid whatever yeah. right yeah. But, wellness so, policy stuff like yeah. that but like you watch things in back in the day or like the, the owen hart like owen hart's death is like yeah one of those things where it so easily could have not happened right yeah. and like well, yeah and it's because people were pushing and pushing and pushing um that sort of thing of of that's an entire discussion yeah i know but like it's it's kind of across the board is what you're pushing for the story and the payoff is not worth it yeah yeah um so i i don't know i that is the the it doesn't happen as much now and i think because i'm watching you you changed it because you're watching no oh (laughs) It's like, Katie, good job. No, but I mean... It doesn't happen as much now because because, I'm currently watching. (laughs) No, but like watching it now, it's like, I don't have to... I don't think they're doing it as... It's as Mm -hmm. prevalent as it was back in the day. But it's still sad to be like... But they learn... I mean, I feel like it's a learning thing of like... Of course. Oh, we can't do that. But to brighten up the mood more, I found customs. Uh, Here it is. Did you find a Seth Rollins custom? No, I'm not going to search for that. Uh, (laughs) Not in a room with you two. I'll find it later. Uh, (laughs) His dick's online. We already know that. Um, Yep. I've, I did an entire bit at UCB about it. Uh, it was pretty good. It was solid. Solid dick. Yeah, it was a I, solid I dick. I it. hope yeah, it's it not a, a solid gas, gaseous dick. Uh, it, sa- it says uh, custom video. So apparently one of the websites is uh, femwrestlingrooms.com. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking. It says uh, Femme Wrestling Rooms prides itself. Uh, this is a free plug, by the way. FemWrestlingRooms.com. Femme Wrestling Rooms prides itself on producing quality fantasy female fighting videos and photos that are 100% original and glorify the beauty. Dot, dot, dot. I'm not clicking on the link. That's good. just what yeah, Google says. That's good so. enough. See, that's so funny because I would have never thought to look for female. F- I'm like, I'm all for dude custom. I'm like, let's <laughs> let's look at some dudes. <laughs> we're gonna l- yeah. listen. We're gonna do an episode on customs. I guarantee it. It's gonna be our weirdest episode yet. I'm so curious. Get excited. You could find to talk about customs. Well, this we one there's actually also the, something something all that, the perverts out there tweet at us at YSLW podcast. Something that came up is New England female wrestling, and it just says N E F W. I was like, not what for work, <laughs> but it's New England. I guess it's not England. For work, work yeah. Uh, yeah. Really, really weird. Really well, weird. let's uh, let's go wind this down then. So they have this big reunion at the end, who which which was put on by is that which one's Scarlet or that was Little Egypt, Little Egypt. Yeah. Okay, Little Egypt to put on. She's got uh, that real estate money. Yeah. Got yeah, that real estate yeah. money to Guys get a, getting to get a conference room or a, a banquet hall in a like in a Orange County. Hotel. Hotel. Orange County. Oh, that's uh, yeah, that's a yep. pretty penny. And right uh, after we're done here, we're all going to the old spaghetti factory. <laughs> Yay! Uh, you know they have this nice reunion. Uh, Mount Fiji, 
Yep. Fiji. Fuck, I'm never going to get this right. Mount Fiji. Mount Fiji comes out, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of getting out of her uh, her home for which her, is this, which is amazing. Very nice. It looks like this is like a day she's been waiting for for 15 it's years. It's very sweet. They're all having this like lovely reunion. Uh, it's the nicest thing. So Matt Simber shows up. That's my favorite thing is that Mount, Mount and Fiji, when she's in the, when they're interviewing her in her room, she's like, I want to tell. If I saw Matt Simber, I would tell him that I I love him and that I had a huge crush on him. And then he shows up and she does. And I'm like, this is the best. Yeah. And that's she really leans in for like two minutes. She's like, listen, I wanted to do. I want to let you know. Also, for some reason, the people who made this documentary, anytime they filmed Mountain Fiji, they felt the need to get like right up in her face. I know. They didn't have to. They did not have to do that. I don't know why. Nothing's more flattering than being three inches from the camera. And like at chin, (laughs) at chin level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love when people get all my chins. But it is interesting. It's like, I mean, I know that we've got a lot. Yeah, even right now. Yeah, what is that Jesus angle? Christ. Don't be right there. They're shooting directly up her nose. Like, who did this? God. Uh, it's a Nososcopic real... shot. We don't see, need that. I can see boogers in her nose. Like, that's not great. Uh, anyway, it's it's yeah. interesting. Uh I know that as, as as much as they said Matt Simber was kind of a jerk and whatnot, it looks like they're all I mean they're all still happy to see each other. Everyone. Yeah. What I love about Matt Simber is somebody was like he came and he wasn't he was quiet. He was quiet, and you know what? He probably went like, "Oh, I was people at some point yeah. in the last thirty years has been like I was probably not great." Sure, and yeah. And I oh, hope I that's hope. what happened. And then he, yeah, and then he had a, a realization that like, no. but you know, you, if you, you will, but so. you know, you still can't you still can't take away that they all went through that experience together. They were in right. the trenches together. Yeah. They all did the same thing and worked on this show Yeah, at, at the fucking Riviera, which, by the way, closed in 2015. That's porn. <laughs> like that's Hollywood, yeah. produ- Hollywood that's producers. Porn. Customs. Customs. Which, by the way, I stayed at the Riviera uh, a couple years before it uh, closed. Quite a dump. It, back in the day, it was, it was the gym. Quite a dump. It was the gym. I will say that's why it closed. Like, I looked it up and people were like, God, this place is fucking ready well, to close. my favorite thing is that, that, so the guy who owned the Riviera was the one who funded, who bankrolled yep. all of this. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it was like a producer situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, big Bad Mama, she's like, now this is a rumor and I don't know for sure if this is what happened. She's like, but that I th- heard that they originally did glow to be like a tax write-off. Yeah. 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 So and it, it is became, like a producer situation where they did it because they thought it was going to be a thing and they could funnel money through and it. And then it ended up being a hit. Happens but the, the fact that the guy, yep. like, the guy who the Riviera was married to Pia Zadora. They say it like 18 times yeah. in this movie. There's like, yeah, because his wife, Pia Zadora. I'm like, who cares? Who did, <laughs> Pia, yeah, they did Pia Zadora, the only... So Pia Zadora mm-hmm. was in... I know her from briefly in Hairspray. Her okay. and Rick Ocasek are the beatniks. Okay. Oh. Interesting. She's just an actress. Great. But it was just like... And apparently that's why it ended. Pia that was Zadora. the the was not rumor. okay with uh, the ladies. The wrestling. rumor was that... Pia Zadora... Uh, got mad at him because he was uh, probably fucking some of the wrestlers. Oh, got it. Okay. And she said, shut it down. He did. But I also think it was probably financial. Like, dude was probably embezzling like a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah. You know, it's very easy to put blame on the lady wrestlers, but I'm sure he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, So all in all, it wraps up. We get a nice little uh, post, uh, uh, like uh, the postscript with some title cards of like what happened. And then to you everybody. get little clips of the <clears throat> the sketch show with some real bitching music behind Ooh, it. Man, yeah. I like it. They actually called them sketches. They didn't call them skits. skits. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they called them sketches. But can I tell you something? They were of quality of skits. They were, <laughs> they, they were, they were all real groaners. <laughs> I, I honestly would be interested in in going back to watch just a few more of these sketches and right. these bits in yeah. full because yeah. they seem so unbelievably cheesy. Oh my They're, god, yeah. Yeah. It's super corny, yeah. super like pun 
Oh, then there's a music video. Yeah. One the thing, good girls and the bad girls. One thing I do want to point out, and this mm. was interesting. Mm. I want to go back to Donahue, who I did call a piece of trash, and he is. However, he did say one thing that I, I have to make sure I point out because this mm. is the show and we're always trying to convince Stephen to love wrestling. Donahue had one great quote when he was on the show with the ladies, and he did say, if you're not watching wrestling, you're yeah. missing a major part of our culture. Yeah, I heard if that. If Donahue can do it, Stephen, yeah. and he's a piece of trash, why can't you? Uh, I don't respect his point of view. And, and you I don't shouldn't. Care. <laughs> but that's one good sentence that he said. That's one good sentence in a garbage fire. Yeah, of, of, a, career of a career of exploitative <laughs> trash TV. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So all in all, you know, we, we saw this thing. They really... Uh, the, it, it's inter it's interesting to watch and see, especially at the end. These women, there is a great sense of camaraderie that they've uh seemed to there's it, it seemed to foster and that they still have. Uh, and I like that. Even one at the end was like, you know, I, uh, I couldn't decide if I liked it or if it was a sad. But she was like, ah, I just want to have like maybe one more match. Maybe we could still do it. And I was like, don't. That's <laughs> a bad idea. Don't do it at all. Don't you hurt shouldn't yourself. do it. There's but that no is good like reason. The, the, the allure. The um illogical allure of wrestling yes. you know what i mean like of of it's such you get hit by a car every single time you do it you know but but there's something in it and something that these women who didn't start out as wrestlers ended up get you know yeah mm -hmm. catching the getting bit by the bug getting bit by the bug i did also like we we're talking about safe style and stuff too i did like that they mentioned fairly early on in the um early on in the documentary about how the trainers and stuff were telling them when they first got in, like, you only have so many bumps in your career right. and how they were taking so many of them just simply in training. Yeah. It's another thing that I hear people say sometimes and I keep in mind and every time I hear it, it, it just, I don't know, it always kind of hits me. It's like, man, you only got so many in your career. Yeah. And those, those wrestlers are out there night in and night out taking yeah. bumps at house shows on TV. Yeah, 300 days of yeah, year. Yeah, big pay-per-views, multiple shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and especially at the accelerated like WWE schedule, I mean, it's like you know, indies a little less, but you're then you're probably doing crazy things because there's no regulation. Right. It just all depends. But I mean, yeah, God, every single day and night, hit after hit after hit, bump after bump. I feel like I'm Whew. taking bump after bump doing this. Doing show. this podcast. <laughs> Defeated. Solid. Uh, so let's. Uh, I guess let's go around and rate uh, the glory, glamour, gaudy ladies gorgeous, of wrestling. Gorgeous, gorgeous ladies the of wrestling. The ladies of wrestling. The ginkgo uh, biloba. <laughs> the Gary Indiana ladies <laughs> of wrestling. Gymnasium ladies of wrestling. Uh, there's no way right. to know what it is. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and rate it. Uh, Nick, God, I'm trying to think what we could rate it out of. I mean, I want to rate it out of uh, glitter. Private, customs. private, custom, custom, yeah, out of customs videos. But uh, yeah, that's how we rate out of Let's customs. Let's make five, five customs, five uh, custom porn fetish videos. Yeah, okay. Nick, do you want to start it off with the rating? Ooh, well, customs six out of five. <laughs> just that's just customs as a whole. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. Yeah, I've been over here googling, and well, I'm in. <laughs> um, so as for this documentary, uh, yeah, I gotta say, uh. I, I liked it overall. It was nice. It was only an hour and 16 minutes. Uh, oh, I, I liked it. I, I mean, again, as I feel like sometimes that happens with documentaries, you always go, wasn't the best documentary I ever saw. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't. But I thought it was uh, pretty well done. A really, really good amount of archive footage, which helped fill in the gaps really well for me. Because, again, I've never 
gone back and watched a lot of this stuff. I only, yeah. I, I only sort of tangentially knew about Glow, and I knew about Ivory's connection and like certain things about the show, and I've seen pictures and videos, but that was about it. So to go in and really dive in, I thought they did a good job of illustrating who these characters were, who these ladies are now, what it meant to them, what they've done. I liked the reunion. I thought that was great that she put that together. Uh, it was cool. Um, yeah, I liked it overall. I didn't think it was an amazing documentary, but I really, really thought it... Maybe it was better than I thought, because I guess it really mm-hmm. told the story well, and it did fill it in for me. I loved it. It was the best thing Oh, fuck! <laughs> I like how you just completely changed it. No, I liked it. Uh, full turn. Uh, but no, I, I did enjoy it overall. Um, just for... Yeah, I, it, it's interested me more in Glow, and I, I appreciate the work that they did. And I'm I, my interest has certainly been piqued. I will be watching the Netflix show. I know that the characters are, I believe, not directly named no. after these mm-hmm. characters they're inspired by. But nonetheless, I feel like I'm already interested in watching that show. And I feel like now I'm going to go back and watch a little more of this stuff that they've done. Yeah, uh, I, I'll i give it a four out of five. I really, really liked it. Oh, I, wow. I did like it. Oh, well. Four out of Nick. five custom. Yeah. And a lot, of that, a lot of that is going, again, more with the... Just the archival footage of Glow. It looks cool. I'm interested. I can mm. see why it was a phenomenon, especially at the time. I'm going to give it four customs. Four customs. Let's roll around on the floor, baby. Katie? Uh, oh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it... So, so here's the thing. is I mm-hmm. always enjoy, regardless of the quality of the documentary, I always enjoy uh, documentaries that f- show a, a topic or a, a subset of things that I just aren't well-known and that deserve right. to be well-known. Mm-hmm. Um because especially with Glow, it was like all the women, like all the, they had a whole bit about all the little girls in the audience, right? Mm-hmm. But they didn't expect that to be a thing. Yeah. Like they thought their market was just going to be frat guys um, who were hung over and watching it on, you know, Sunday mornings after, or Saturday mornings after they were right. drinking. Yeah, we did not mention, yeah, that the, the connection to kids ended up being a thing that they didn't expect. Yeah. Right, like girls writing like Susie Spirit, a, a, a letter being like, what do you eat? I, I love Susie Spirit. I want to be just like Susie Spirit. Like, yeah. What, what do you eat for breakfast? breakfast? <laughs> I think is what yeah. you asked. Right? I mean, I get it. Like, there's nothing faster to being like your idols than eating the eating same breakfast. breakfast as them. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think that it was really important in that way. So I'm going to give it a five out of five custom. Wow. Five out of five custom. Because I picked it. <laughs> wow. Also, it's my thing. <laughs> so right now we're sitting at a nine, nine out, out, out of 15. Uh, uh, if Joey was here, we'd be on our usual 20 scale. But he's, right. I don't know if you guys have heard, he's on assignment. He's on assignment. He's on <laughs> Assignment. He's got very important things that he's doing right now. Yes. And when he comes back, ladies and gentlemen, you are going to be stoked. <laughs> that is a promise. That's that, a guarantee from Stephen That is a Pearlstein. guarantee. The moment he comes back, you're like, I am so glad he took the time to do the things that he did. Mm-hmm. Now, wouldn't, <laughs> wow. it, wouldn't it be nine out of ten? So uh, far? Oh yeah, he's oh, saying uh, out of because I will do my fifteen. Oh. But you're correct. Yeah, it's nine out of fifteen so Sorry. far. That is a good point. Um, <laughs> That's okay. Fifteen is right. the highest I can count. Don't feel bad. <laughs> I only know of the number twenty. I can't count to it. <laughs> that is also true. Yeah, it's <laughs> nobody. Can. No. Um, okay, so yeah, overall, like there, there's some stuff in this that like makes me go, uh, what the fuck? Uh, uh, like, like Mr. Uh, Guerrero, uh, you know, choking Yo, out a lady on. to prove a point. Mm-hmm. I've never liked that. Regard- 
regardless of it, the gender of it. I'm like, that doesn't really make sense. Uh, I get why, but it's like, I don't think, I don't think if they were like doing that at, I, at like at Google, they're like, yeah, this is how we like really get our coders excited. It's like sometimes we just beat this <laughs> shit out of them and demean them so they like do better. I'd be like, I don't know if that's I cool. Work for Google. Yeah, you that's feeling lucky? Click, <laughs> I'm feeling lucky. You feel lucky, son of a. Yeah, exactly. So there, it, uh, it loses a, a, uh, some points for that. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, every every bit of like sketch or song I saw, oof, <laughs> big old oof. Yeah, they were good. Uh, <laughs> they're so great. Good. Oof, so good. So good. Uh, I'm the rep, and I'm here to say, you better say <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right in the play. Like, oh, uh, their raps are undoubtedly on par with Debbie Harry's Rapture rap and Lou Reed doing the original rapper. Oh. I don't know this, but that's incredible. I, yeah. I'm going to disagree because Debbie Harris is the shit, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, but dare you. is it the best rap you've no, ever it's heard? Not. It's not. It's very white. Product of a time. Product but the of things time, that guys. we do get points for in this documentary all ultimately comes down to like, it is nice that these ladies have found some like empowerment and camaraderie in that uh, and, and also uh, displayed that, uh, you know, people looking up to these kids, I think are these kids looking up to these women in a way I do think is a good thing. Um, it speaks to a lack of uh uh, powerful female characters in any medium, good, bad, or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, there, there should be more. We all know that. Uh, we're all aware of that. So uh, a, a medium, a, a league, a wrestling league just devoted to like flooding the market with that. That's great. I think that's really great and positive in a way that's more impactful than we realize. Um, so I really like that. But um, but ultimately, like as a documentary, it's going to lose a star just because it's like kind of weak. And I think this happens in a lot of documentaries that are just like, do you remember that this happened? It's like, there's no story here. You can't make a movie out of this. And I think you guys know that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel that sometimes when I see the documentaries, uh, like we've seen like the Von Erichs one, like there's no story here. What the fuck are you doing? This is just something that happened. <laughs> um, but so ultimately, I, I, you know, it's got some good. It's got some bad. It's an interesting thing to watch. It's only an hour and 18 minutes, like Nick said. So it's it's easy to watch. I like that. Uh, ultimately. I think it gets a two and a half star. Two and a half star. Two and a half. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. Oh wow. I thought Stephen would be a little more. Me too. I because I we didn't watch like a single actual wrestling, wrestling match thing. in full. I mean, we saw I thought clips. maybe I'd slip in there and get god a high. Damn. High... No. You continue to be very disappointing. Thank you. God. <laughs> I just want to say, like, uh, this is me. Uh, I don't like this wrestling. Is who I am I, Stephen Pearl. I can't feel bad this about is it. Me. I can't feel bad about not liking uh, wrestling or finding weird like uh, problems with uh, these poor girls getting their arms ripped in half. I'm not All psyched right, well. about it. Also, I had to see that. That brought me back to my childhood trauma of that that kid in like third or second yeah, so grade. So that you can now heal. Oh God! Hmm. Now that you've remembered, you can heal. He just pulled the flap uh. open. Uh, like I, I really like I saw bones and mutt. Like he just pulled it open in like front of the teacher. Say I saw bones and mutton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, but you know what else is in there? A quarter. <laughs> oh there was a quarter in there. He just picked up How everything he fell on the ground. Dude, <laughs> there were like rocks and stuff. I remember. Ah, oh, it was so vivid. It's oh, so vivid. Steven. Oh, wow. God, I hate insides oh, of bodies. Dude. All uh, right, so that's a five, a four, a two point five. And that uh, leads to the ultimate score of a score of eleven point five out of fifteen. Uh, uh, what? Wait, what were they called? Customs. Customs. Uh, so check out all of our customs. All right, a rap. Oh. All right, and now Steven's gonna do a rap. Uh, but before he does, <laughs> let's go to a, cl- a thing. 
What are we going to? Dude, we forgot to cut to a commercial this entire episode. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I realized that at about 50 minutes, and I was cool. like, fuck it. Well, then <laughs> it's time for Steven to rap and go. <laughs> I'm here on the podcast, and I want to say I don't like wrestling any day. It's really dumb, and it's really lame. I don't like getting podcast fame. Wow. Yeah. Okay, do you want to rap? Oh no! <laughs> All right, that's fine. Let's just let Stephen be the one, the one. But that was okay. Sorry, I, I know uh, we're supposed to yes and. No, no, that's no, not no, no. That. I just I you never yes that. and a rap. That's fine. We're gonna release that, and I'm people, fine that's gonna it. go number one on No Tunes. That's gonna be up there. I always think about in uh, the episode of Friends where Rachel and Ross find out that the baby only laughs when they say "Sing, baby got back." Yeah, baby got back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's a point where Rachel doesn't right. want to do it, and she's like, "Mommy, do you it all rap? Like, mommy can rap. My name is." mommy and i'm here to oh i can't rap yeah, that's, it. <laughs> that's how i feel yeah uh and i confidently think i can yeah uh well is that a one out of a hundred <laughs> thanks good i appreciate you're welcome you, you can rate out of a hundred you yeah. can count to a hundred not to again 20. it's a number i've only heard of. conceptually he could, i've only heard he gets, of it yeah um all right well katie thank you so much for coming on today for yeah. this is truly fantastic is there anything that you want to plug or share with our listening audience all around the world uh we and where can we find you on social media mm. ah okay uh all the new episodes of after hours come out uh, the first Monday I believe of every month mm-hmm. uh, so check that out on crack.com and Sorry then uh, you can find me on Twitter at K.A. Willert so that's K-A-W-I-L-L-E-R-T as in Tom Mm. Very good. Uh, and so we did it. Another successful episode. We did of it again. You should love wrestling Yay. with uh, uh, George Ladies of Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. With uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and everybody, if you're if you're listening, go ahead and tweet at Joey. He misses you. Uh, he's out on assignment. He's out on deep, assignment. Deep deep cover. D- deep and deep cover. <laughs> I think he might be feeding cats in the Yucatan. I don't know <laughs> where no he's at. There's no way to know. But he. Uh, we hope he's coming back soon. We don't know where he's at. He's no in space that. somewhere. <laughs> uh, so we did it. Nick. I will be watching Glow, I guess. So. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Check out Glow on Netflix. It's probably out by the time this gets released. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Uh, it's coming soon. Katie, yeah. thank you so much for coming. Thank yes. you for Thanks for bringing me. this documentary. And before we go, mm. <sighs> I feel like I know what the answer is going to be, but Stephen is yeah. on the show, girls, and I got to ask you this question. So, Stephen, <sighs> do you love wrestling? Katie? I appreciate you coming on and trying to enlighten me today. And you opened my eyes to a thing that I've never seen before. The goobly (laughs) (laughs) of wrestling. Now, the garbled ladies of It was so fascinating. And Mm -hmm. ultimately, though, it was still wrestling. And it is a thing that I refuse Mm -hmm. to love. So no. No, Nick, I don't. Wow. I tried. You did a great job. I tried so hard. Well, guys. We started at the beginning of 1986. Let's live in that year. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to play you out from his 1986 (laughs) album, Mistrial, one that I think is highly underrated. This is indeed Lou Reed with the original rapper. I was sitting home on the West End, watching Peep TV with a female friend. Watching the news, the world's in a mess. The poor and the hungry, a world in distress. Purpose aid, the Middle East, a full throttle. Better check that sauce before you put it in the waffle. Why edit? Check what's in the batter. Make sure the cane is in the original wrapper. Hey, picture, better check that batter. Make sure the cane is in the original wrapper. Hey, picture, better check that batter. Make sure the cane is in the original wrapper. 
Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, you can find us at YSLW Podcast. Or if you have match suggestions or questions, shoot us an email at youshouldloveWrestling at gmail.com. Joey, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Joey Tainman. And you can listen to my other podcast, 25 Minutes of Silence, which is a podcast where guests and I sit in silence for 25 minutes, also on Boardwalk Audio. Nick, where can we find you on social media? Oh, guys, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligger, G-L-I-G-O-R. What about you, Stephen? You can find me all across the internet at Pearlstein. Be sure and like, subscribe, and give us a review on iTunes. Give us that five-star rating. Write some nice comments. Maybe we'll read them on the air. Thanks for listening to You Should Love Wrestling. Guys, we will catch you next time. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.